Welcome back to This Food Thing podcast and season three with me, Gemma Richards. As before, I invite a special guest to share their experience with food, namely friend or foe, whether it is easy or less so. In light of the first two seasons, it appears to be foe for many, as it was for me. But this doesn't have to always be. Exciting news. We've started a crowdfunder for the podcast and to help fund anyone suffering with an eating disorder unable to afford one-to-one therapy. Check the link in our show notes, donate, leave a review. We're always so grateful. Because you know if this area of your life is skewed, then so is the rest. It's never just about food. Hi, welcome back to this Food Thing podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Jay Brockway. Jay is Director of Trainer Development at TRX. He co-runs TRX UK with his brother Nico Algieri, who was my guest in season two. Jay is also a celebrity trainer and fitness fanatic. His former years were spent boxing, kickboxing and playing semi-pro football. It's true to say that Jay is an athletic machine and despite being Nico's little brother, he's taller, fitter and much better looking. Only kidding, you're both gorgeous. And although we haven't seen each other one-on-one for some time, Jay will always be my number one personal trainer. Jay, welcome to this Food Thing podcast. Thank you. Well, wow, that was quite the uh, introduction, wasn't it? I know. And uh, I just said that to wind Nico up, really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, because he'll be listening out for it. Um, Thank you for coming on today. My pleasure. Oh, yeah, it's great. I have just done a TRX class, actually, this morning. Oh, really? With Georgia... Okay. All your teachers are amazing, but George is just something else, isn't she? Oh yes, yeah. she's um, she's a firecracker slash oh. little rocket, yeah. as a lot of people call her. Yeah, and I thought I won't I won't need to eat afterwards. I'll just go, kind of get st- straight on, and mm. then I was so it, TRX just gets the furnaces going, doesn't it? Oh, and it really does. You it, do you know what? It's it's very um, it's very underrated actually across fitness in terms of. A lot of people will think that you can, you just use it for one particular exercise, but when you train your entire body on it for 30 to 45 minutes, wow. it is a different, different ball game. I thought I'll eat something really nutritious because I might not have time for lunch. What do I do? I have a piece of toast with Marmite and then I have a piece of toast with shredded white cabbage on it. Outstanding. Well, human, <laughs> human. There you go. Let's, let's leave it at that. Yeah, I did have a bit of chipotle mayonnaise just to add to it. It's okay. It's all character <laughs> building. It's all character building. Yeah, it's not a confessional. Okay. <laughs> so the premise of the podcast, if you don't know, is food friend or foe. Food friend, is it your friend? Is it your enemy? How would you answer that question? Uh, I would say it is my enemy, actually. Um, would you? I would indeed. Um, That's surprising. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll let you ask more questions, but I think you're going to be very interested in my story across food. Do you know, that's fascinating because I thought, I had a little moment where I thought, Jay's so together, and I, I mean this, I'm not trying to be humorous, you're so, you come across as so together and in control and calm. I thought, I think he's going to be one of the first people who says, actually, I love food and I'm I'm a, a completely at ease with it. So I'm genuinely surprised that you're saying wow. it's your enemy. Okay. So when did it start? When did it start to feel like an enemy? So what was it like when you were a kid? How did you eat when you were a kid? Oh, right. Well, um, so my mum used to tell me, well, basically I was such a nightmare apparently. So anything, so obviously my family, um, I don't know if, if everybody's listened to Nico, but 
my mother um, is a fitness instructor and my father is a full-time world champion kickboxer. And to this day, they still train people even at 62 years of age every single night in Wales. And I've grown up in fitness. And my mum has done uh, competed in bodybuilding. So has my father. So in terms of nutrition, there's there's a lot of knowledge there across you know mother and father and brother um, in terms of the fitness background that we have of the family. Can I just but, quickly say, just for yeah. anyone who, has list, who hasn't listened to Nico's uh, podcast, because he was a guest on season two, that Nico and Jay have the same mum, but they have a different dad. But the dads are kind of similar, aren't they? Yes, their, they are, yes. In uh, both, in, both in fitness too. So <laughs> yeah. Nico's father as well, um, bodybuilding, yeah. won multiple bodybuilding shows yeah. across a very, very long, long period of time. Let's just say um, your mum knows what she likes. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> basically we, um, my mum used to put a load of obviously nutrition into my diet while trying to, and apparently, obviously I was so young, yeah. every single thing that she would give me, I would just spit it back out. Oh, would you? Fussy. Yeah. And obviously I don't remember that, but, um, it carried through, but she was like, well, it was either you spit it out and you don't eat, or I give you something that you eat. I'd rather you eat than not eat. Of course. So, uh, here we go. I have grown up on chicken nuggets, pizza, yeah. spaghetti on toast, uh, <laughs> smiley faces. Do you know what they are, Jen? What, potato smiley faces? Yes. Right. Um, with outrageous amounts of tomato sauce. Of course. Um, for the hair. And... That was pretty much my range. Do you know, um, can I just interrupt? Sorry, yes. I'm just very excited because I've never told you this. You remind me of my nephew okay. who is 31, okay? Yep. His brother, Sam, grew up. He was quite similar and he had what I call, and I still take the mickey out of him to this day, and he's now like, I don't know, 29, 30. Maybe they're a little bit older. He used to eat hula hoops, <laughs> cheese, oh, dairy lee triangles and white bread. That was it. Yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm not too. I, I mean, I mean, I missed a lot of stuff off my list, but um, yeah, like so. The way my mum used to see it was right. If I can give you chicken nuggets, it's some form of protein. Yeah. Um, so little things like that, which obviously I was so unaware of because I was so young. But I, yeah, I just used to reject everything that was that was healthy for me that she put in front of me. That's very interesting because Nico said when he was a kid, he would sit on the sofa uh, with your sister, and your mum would be so busy she would just kind of not throw the food at them, but it was quick food because she had to yeah. go out and earn a living. And so clearly by the time you came along, because isn't there a 10 year difference between Yes, you? there is. Yes. So clearly she was trying to do something different. Yeah. Um, Why and did then obviously I think in the family as well, being more established in terms of business. Yeah. Um, she was working at, she used to work at a cafe actually. And then I'd be home and she'd be cooking my dinner and all that stuff when I came okay. home from school. Okay. Um, but why yeah, did you? Just, why did you I was a nightmare, Gem, an absolute were you? nightmare. Okay, so secretly you probably still are, but you've got this incredible oh, exterior. I absolutely am, for sure. <gasps> yes. You have me fooled. So spitting it out, why did you spit it out? Can you remember? I honestly, I think it's more of a texture thing. So right. um, there is, I mean, you can ask me, you can list a couple. There is a crazy amount of foods that I haven't tried because I don't like the look of them. Uh, mussels. No. Um, mushrooms. No. Sweet corn. I like sweet corn actually. Yeah, of course you do. Cause you're a fitness trainer <laughs> and rice cakes. Okay. So you don't like anything that looks a bit suspicious. So what yeah, about, like are it, you like honestly a- get this gem? I 
<laughs> this is where everyone's <laughs> about to laugh. I didn't try a banana for about 26 years of my life. That's okay. What was it about the banana you didn't like? Um, texture. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, I get that. It's slimy. That would fit yeah, in with the mushrooms like, as well. No, I, I don't think I could do that. And now I don't stop. I have them every day. Well, of course you do. Of course you do. With this week on. How, um, so <laughs> how long did you have that diet of chicken nuggets? And obviously, oh. listen, let's, the food was clearly difficult for you because you're, you're having, you've got to eat particularly yep. when you're a kid and your mum wants to feed you because you've got to grow. Yep. So when you're constantly rejecting what she's giving you and the food, that means that it, it narrows everything down, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can only really talk about the stuff that I can obviously remember. But Yeah, do that. Because I, I used to be all right at football. You get that person that says, oh, I was really good at football. I used to be all right at football, Gem, and I was – my dream was to become a professional footballer and I would be in the Welsh squad and like a Swansea City development, but I was never that fit enough. And I didn't understand that at the time to go to that another level. And okay. it was due, due to nutrition. And basically what would happen is from, I would go to school, like secondary school, and I would get three pound a day. Now three pound is like a million pound in school because <laughs> everything's so cheap, right? And honestly, so because I was, I was basically a millionaire in school because yeah, yeah. I was so good with money as well. And I always have been, okay. I'd save it, wouldn't I? So the next day I'd only spend like pound twenty, and then I'd get another three quid the next day. Okay. So I was basically Richie Rich and I would go into school and I would get, and I, honestly, I am not joking you. I would go, I would get up, right? I would have rice, cre- rice krispies for, for breakfast yeah. with outrageous amounts of sugar Snap, coated over the top. Yep, yep. Then I would walk to the bakery and I would get either some sort of like um, pasty or sausage roll or something heading into school. Then 10, 10 a.m. would come and I would get two cookies, um, a pizza bread they used to do. It, so it would be two pizza breads, a Coke. Oh my God, when I'm saying this. And then... I'd go to the lessons and then lunchtime, it would be pizza, chips, chips, cheese, and beans, polos, um, polos. cakes. Like I am not even exaggerating, Gem. And then I would finish school, go home, and then I'd have more pizza, smiley faces, spaghetti on toast, blah, blah, blah. Again, not my mum's fault, but I just, I just so hooked on that that I thought that was life. That food is very addictive. Yes, because of the sugars totally. and because of what it does to your palate. And you were obviously expending a lot of energy. So it, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Um, that you're going to have to keep refueling that particular type of food. But I wasn't treating it like I need to refuel, Gem. It was, ah. I'm just going to go eat that now. Why? Um, again, just being very unaware of the, the education standpoint. I, I didn't have it in, in, you know, in my knowledge to... If I eat this, am I going to be better tomorrow? And my mum would try, and dad would try and, you know, get it into me. But my brain, I can't describe this, but my brain didn't really switch on until I moved to London. And I know that sounds crazy. No, not at all. Not at all. Honestly, like, I didn't even know what an avocado was, Gem, until I oh, came to London. Oh, my goodness me. I know. And now <laughs> you shouldn't eat them because it's ruining, yeah, ruining Mexico and all sorts of places. And too much water. Um, but I'm interested in, when you were eating those foods, do you know what feelings... What feelings were going on? Do you know what you were trying to feed yourself? Um, Have you ever thought of it? Happiness. Just like, Uh, like I would, and then I would come home and then 
my mum would go to the gym and I'd be left at home and then we'd have a fridge full of chocolate bars and chocolate bars. Yeah, yeah, because my mum just wanted me to be content and happy and eating rather than not eating. So I would never go to fruit. I would always go to chocolate or crisps. What did your dad say about all this? Nothing. I'm sure that they would have a conversation between themselves, but like my mum said, I would rather you have eaten than not eaten, Jay. So how did you feel when you were eating all these foods? Did you feel well? Well, I thought that that was normal. Like I, I would eat it every single day and then adding in the, you know, Dr. Peppers and Fantas and, yeah. oh my God, everything that I used wow. to have every night, repeat, 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 seven days a week. It's amazing, isn't it? The, the human body, the miracle of the human body and how it develops because yeah. everything you're telling me about, because what are you, six foot, six foot six, are you? Uh, I'm six foot five. I'm six foot five. hundred kilo. Okay. You know, by all... By all accounts, really, you shouldn't be that tall. Your bones should be breaking. I mean, obviously, you've nipped it in the bud. And when we're young, we're very resilient. So yeah. you, so that was your diet until... And you were playing semi-professional football? Um, no. So basically, that was my diet in school. And then I left school at 15. Right. And then I started working five days a week. I, so basically, my story is, is I wasn't very good in school. I didn't like it. Mm. Uh, and I didn't end up going one day. My mum was like, right, it's very similar to my food. It would always look after me. And she was like, right, don't go. And then I worked for my father on his um, building firm. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it kind of started to change because I started to go into men's football then. And okay. then I would be obviously hanging around with men and then like men's chat throughout the week in obviously eight till half four in work. And then I'd started going to do weights and that's where training started. Like that button started to be pressed in terms of aesthetically, how do I look? So how did you, how did you start to change your diet? Was that through chatting with these men or were you reading um, about it? Or? No, just like, it's still bad, Gem. Like, cause obviously when you're, I left school at 15 and I was on a building site, right? So I was doing laboring and I was just happy not to be in school. But then when you grow older and you start to, you know, going out on Saturday night and you're, you know, dancing and chasing girls and, you know, you start to care about your appearance more. But again, still no real awareness there. And then um, I was playing football, scoring a lot of goals. Like I said, I was was okay at football, but I was scoring a lot. And then I progressed through the levels per year. And then my final, so it was basically, I think it was, uh, one, two, three. Yeah, in my fourth year as a senior playing football with men, I reached um, a semi-pro level and I was on the bench basically and then I was coming on and trying to break into the team and I was doing well. And then I moved to London straight at the end of that season and then I just stopped playing from there. Um, and okay. then I came up to London and then I did my course. I did my PT course. And then you I did your PT to, course, yeah. And then you did You know, I came to London and I was like, wow, like everybody looks really good. Like they dress well. They, like they're so knowledgeable. And I t- like I said to you earlier on, like I, my brain switched on when I came to London. It's a stylish city, isn't it? Particularly yes, certain it is. areas like, of London. You know, everyone's very stylish. You can really be and do what you want. For sure. And, you know, I, I grew up in Wales, um, Haverford West. It's a very small town. I'll never forget where I come from. But the education in terms of, well, can I say that? Yeah. Of life is very different down there to up here. Yeah. Small town versus big city. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to This Food Thing with me, Gemma Richards. Hi, welcome back to This Food Thing podcast. I'm here today with Jay Brockway. I thought we'd just cancel the session as my finger slips on the button. God, honestly, Jay, I'm beset by technical <laughs> drama. Um, so where are we? We've come to London. You've done your PT course and your eyes are opened to uh, a new way, a different way of eating. Yes. Talk talk us through a bit about that because, okay, actually before we go on, so you said very clearly at the beginning, food is enemy. Was your relationship with food, uh, you're saying you're not very, you weren't very aware of what you were doing or what you were eating, but did it feel somewhere in some way uncomfortable? <sighs> um, no, I wouldn't say uncomfortable. And, and do you know what? When you just said there then, an enemy, and I would now class it as it's now becoming my friend. Because of? Because I'm un- I've understood the importance of what it does to fuel what I need in terms of, for instance, uh, I'm Do you mean boxing. now or when you did your PT yeah, course? You now, mean now and through, like, through life and understanding yes. that it, that's, you know, it is, it's the heart of everything. Like, Oh, no, I know that. We'll get there. I want yeah. to know what it was like when you started your PT course, when the lights go on. In terms of what, Gem, sorry? Well, just in terms of, you come to London, when we yep. were speaking about the, you know, small town versus big city, yep. and that kind of parochial view, you're talking about that, aren't you? I'm from yep. Devon, so I know what that view's like. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're not dissimilar, those areas, Wales and Devon. Um, and uh, I can say that because my husband's Welsh. Sorry if I've just offended lots of people. <laughs> um, gosh, yeah, what can you say? What can't you say? So... You're doing your PT course and yes. are you suddenly, you're reading about it, you're being taught about food, are you having conversations with people? Uh, well, obviously you have to do your nutrition course when, right. uh, like a part, not a full, full nutrition, but mm. you have to do a nutrition um, paper when you're learning to become a, a personal trainer. Um, I mean, basics, obviously, Gem, but nothing, nothing too, too deep. But again, it, it's very eye-opening. And then when you go in gyms, and I was talking to some very, very, very good personal trainers, you know, very knowledgeable, and then understanding that I would watch them train, and then I would watch them eat, and I was like, wow, I never used to eat like that. I'm going to oh. try that. You know? Oh, so, oh, so, oh, so you were interested? Yeah, like very interested in it, in the sense of, you know, he looks the way he looks, for instance. Okay. Um, and I want to be like that. I want to be like, it was a, it was a guy called Lee, um, you know, phenomenal trainer, phenomenal physique. And he was fit and strong. And I was like, wow, like I want to be like that. Were you You overweight? Pardon? Were you overweight? Um, yes, essentially not nothing, nothing too, too crazy. Um, but not to the shape or standard that that I would, I walk around today at, you know? Um, okay. We'd be and, like sort yeah. of soft around the edges. Yeah, soft how around much the ex- edges in yeah. terms of muscle, not not much muscle there. Um, I'd also never used to train legs. Um, yeah, just a completely different mindset. Were you aware that you felt a bit, did you feel tired? Did you, did you feel? All the time, Jim. Oh, did you? Okay. Or what I would come home feel? from school and I'd just sleep. Right. I'm not surprised from all the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand why you just, I know you don't drink very much, do you? Or if you do drink, not really. I'm going to out you now. If you do drink, you have, don't you have something like a disarono or something? Or something like <laughs> yeah. really sugary. Yeah. That, that, that's Nico get me on that. So basically, we have Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you know what though? I will say I've started to go grow up a little bit. I'm, I'm having only whiskey now if I do drink. Okay. It's all downhill from here, isn't it? Well, it you? is very, well, to be honest, no, it's yeah, not. I know. I know, I know. And I know you don't. But you know, you know, you want that cool drink, Jen, when you go to a business meeting or you go out for dinner and you're like, for oh, sure. would you like a drink? Yeah, yeah, I'll have a whiskey. Now I feel yeah. cool. Yeah, good. No, good for you. Good for you with those big clear ice cubes. Anyway, <laughs> we, digress, we digress. So you're, okay, so you start understanding about nutrition. Yeah. This is what I'm interested about. Some people find it very difficult to let go of foods or let go of anything or, or just change. I get the feeling you just went, okay, this is how I'm going to eat now. And this is how I'm going to be. If I want that, I have to do this. Yes. I'm very regimental in that sense. Like I, food doesn't excite me, Jem. Right. Like I honestly don't care. I will eat the same stuff every single day. Which I think you probably do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, you, you know, you, it's kind of part, part, part of it, isn't it? Doing what you do. At the, yeah, like at the end of the day, I know what works for me now. I've found my, you know, I've found the balance of how many calories I should be eating. But I'm not the person that's like, right, I've got to have 21 calories. Like, I'm not like that. I'm just, I get a sense of what I need per day to fuel my body. And then if I was training for something specific, I could obviously narrow it down and go to a nutritionist. And I'd, I'm, I've got the principle of how to do it. But it depends how much you want to press that button. If, again, as I mentioned, I'm not playing a sport. I'm just a personal trainer, growing a business and living in London, you know? So I think you see food and experience food. I'm sure you go out for dinner, enjoy food, but I think you see it very in a very practical way. And I think you experience it as fuel and what, yes, what it can do for you. Yeah. And I don't think you have much emotional attachment to it. No, not Other at than all. possibly sitting on the sofa with a bag of sweets on your lap oh yeah talk to me talk to me <laughs> there's that sugary thing so you still you still have that sugar thing going oh Jem, i can fall off a cliff <laughs> trust me it's so funny because you you know you and nico present you're both so super fit and it's so it's of utmost importance in your industry and there you are at night time with your bag of sweets nico's got his pizza yeah. um but I, I guess the amount of exercise you're doing and your general way of being allows for that. Yes, of course. Like I said, you know, it, you, when you find that balance of understanding, like I'm not just going to wake up and eat sweets like I used to when I was a kid. Like, yeah. you know, I'm having my eggs, I'm having my chicken, you know, some bits of salad. I'm still bad for my veg and things like that. But um, I, yeah, like I said, I know where I'm at. I'm pretty much protein and carbohydrate and then lots of water. And then if I do you know, head over towards the dark side, I call it, of sweets, then mm. it doesn't, you know, I, I still go there. Like some people say to me, oh, I bet you're like a robot. I'm like, sometimes I wish I was. Right. Yeah. Do you, um, how do you, yeah. Cause I'm, how do you feel after you've eaten a bag of sweets? Um, yeah, that's a good question actually. Do you feel guilty? Not guilty now. I just feel rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. But and I feel sleepy. immense at the time. Of course, because it's that sugar. It's that, yeah. you know, it's that rush, isn't it? Do you, exactly. Do you, fall, like, do you still fall asleep? Um, no, not so much. No, but like, I'm just a creature of habit. Like I eat the same stuff all the time, don't I? So like if okay. I go to the cinema every single time, it's sweet, sweet popcorn and a nice blast. Oh, sweet popcorn. Yep. And you're, you're the person sitting behind me. 
that I turn around and look at and then turn around again and go, can you just stop and then yeah, move? Yeah, can you stop wrestling, I'm that please. person. I'm that person. Yeah. I don't understand people eating in the cinema. To be honest though, Jam, I pretty much go through the popcorn before the movie even starts. Okay. You're lucky. <laughs> You've just tipped it, tipped it yeah. down your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Hulk sitting behind you. Yes, brilliant. So um, I also want to know, th- this is very interesting. Do, do you go out for a meal and enjoy food and in a sensual way and have a, a lovely experience and think this is delicious and the tastes and the flavors have you are you still breaking it down to proteins carbohydrates macronutrients what so the, do you know what right Jem? that that there when you ask that question are you asking me going out with people who i'm you know not really close with or yeah. like or a work type dinner what give me the context there because I, so, I'll give you two breakdowns. Right, let's go. Number one, you're going out for a a, a work much more formal. Yeah, uh, that occasion frightens and then, me. Ah, let's talk about that because I don't want people's attention to turn on to me about what I'm eating. Because because it really really annoys me. Because you're being looked at. Yes, and and, and being judged. Well, yeah, it feels like judgment, but uh, yeah, it also feels a bit like bullying to me. Oh. Like, and like, for instance, let's just say uh, steak, right? If mm-hmm. when I was younger, I was so nervous, believe it or not, to even speak most of the time. So my mum would always order for me. And my mum used to order me well done steak because that's what my mum likes. Right. Now, I actually eat medium now, uh-huh. but... I went out once and I was like, oh, can I have well done? And oh my God, it was like I said something so bad. Five people turned on me. Oh my God, what? Why are you having well done steak? And I was like. I would have found that very traumatic. Oh my God, Jem. Honestly, it winds me up so much because I'm like, why does it bother you so much that I'm eating that? Like, I find it fascinating that people find that fascinating. So I've got two questions for you. What did it feel like in your body when they went, what are you doing that? Why are you having a well done steak? And what did you do? How did you respond? (laughs) Um, Did you leave the restaurant? No, I didn't leave the restaurant. I just shut down the conversation very quickly and it became a little bit awkward for everybody else. So I kind of turned the tables on them, I guess from a little bit of an aggressive standpoint, Gem. So I, I, I went, I go into a, like I said, a bullying slash, you know, it almost feels like everybody's pointing and laughing at you when I, yeah. when I get those, when I get that. Did you lose your appetite and push the steak away? No, no, no. God, no. I was like, I'll have the well done steak. I'll have three, please. <laughs> and none of you will, none of you will tell me what I'm going to do. Comes but, out fighting. I've just, there's that, you know, that fighting talk, but I just find it, I find it very annoying, Gem, and I hate it. And now when I go out, when I go with someone, I'm always like, oh, please don't let this happen now. But saying that, I was very unaware and uneducated that, you know, you don't have to have it well done. You can have it medium, blah, 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 blah. There's more nutrients. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Now I actually have it medium. I think it's the way things are done. Because actually, it's your food. You can have it cooked and served however you want to have it exactly, cooked and served. Jen. Exactly. But there are there are also ways, aren't there, of um, I don't know, of, of of offering or suggesting, inviting a new way. Um, and clearly, that didn't happen. Then were you bullied at school? 
No. So where did that feeling of bullying come from? Or being bullied? Um, was that in teams, football teams or training? No, no, no. Or? So basically I was always like very, very talented at sports when I was in school, but I was also really bad academically. So I was in bottom set for everything in school gym. So right. I could never understand anything. Right. So I guess I just missed the boat. Also, mm. I'm a 1991 baby, to, uh, August the 29th. So okay. two days later, I would have been in the other year. Ah. Uh. So I was the youngest in, youngest in my year. And oh my God, did I feel that. Right. And so you're always struggling to catch up and you can 100%. never catch up because you're not understanding anything. Exactly. So I yeah. was always a year of development behind. Right, right. And I think whammy. maybe the school that I was in at the time, I not think, I know, the school I was in at the time just wasn't suited for what I needed to learn. Yeah, clearly. And how I needed to learn. Okay, yeah, I absolutely relate to that. I was like that with maths. I'm always oh, actually I was like spend, with everything. I spend most of my life <laughs> feeling like left behind and like, I'm just still trying to work it out. Just wait, wait. Um, what was I going to say? So, okay, so there's that experience. What about if you go out for a meal with, yeah, I don't know, friends, family, people that yeah, you Yeah, then love I, like and- I said, I, I stick to what I know. I'll, every time I go to somewhere, I, I also get really nervous about going to a restaurant that I don't know, Jam. I don't think that's unusual. I do too. Why do you okay. get nervous? In case I think, oh my God, I might not like any of the food and then everyone's going to turn their attention to me like, what? You don't like this? Ah, Same thing. Ah, you think it's like that? Isn't that interesting? Okay, okay. And, and does, so how do, you, how do you get around that? Do you just sort of say, pull yourself together, Jay? This is meant to be a lovely experience. Yeah, like I, I just disguise it, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I find the most basic thing that I can find on that menu and I'll never go, oh, I don't want to go here because, you know, I want to go there because I like it there. I'm not that person. I would rather everybody go in, have a great time. I'll have a good time because, you know, I'm with the people that I want to be with. And if I only want to have the starter and I might be thinking it's probably because I don't like anything, I won't kick up a fuss, Gem. you know? Those restaurants, I mean, lots of restaurants are, can be very intimidating, can't they? Yeah, they can, There's so much, it's not just about going out to eat. There's all sorts of things going on. Um, and yeah, I relate to that very strongly, but this is not about me. It's about you. So do you cook for yourself? Um, no. (laughs) Oh, do you do what your brother does and have your food delivered? I do indeed. Yes. Well, that must really help with anxiety around food. Massively. And then also like, you know, I'm building a business and I work very, very hard and, you know, it's not everyone does, uh, you know, in terms of food, you've got, you've got to make time, but going to the shops and getting food and and then walking it back and then cooking it i just i generally don't have time yeah um yeah so I yeah someone cooks that. all my food i basically have like four four or five proteins and four or five carbohydrates and then if i want to and then in the mornings i'll make i will make eggs but can you class that as cooking yes Not you're really. actually doing something and then yes. the rest is just fuel we're going to be right back in a moment You're listening to This Food Thing with me, Gemma Richards. Hi, welcome back to This Food Thing podcast. I'm here with Jay Brockway. And 
we were just talking about restaurants, what it's like to go to a restaurant when you're happy to be there with your people that you love and when you're, it's just uh, more of a kind of formal affair. And I'm curious, Jay, because we've talked about you and food as fuel yeah. and how you break it down. And you cook your eggs in the morning, which is cooking. Of course it's cooking. <laughs> and the rest of the food you have delivered. What is it like to be on, okay, to be scrutinized all the time in your industry because a you want to get clients and people are going to look at you and go i want to look like him i want to be flexible i want to be strong and this that and the other whatever we project onto our instructors um it's such a the industry is based on physical appearance isn't it you can't deny it in many no, absolutely. ways absolutely yeah it is um, so what's it like to go from a kid that was a bit of soft a bit soft around the edges to this sort of super pro athlete, what's that like? <laughs> it's true, it's true. But uh, I imagine the feelings, the feelings don't necessarily change just because the exterior has. So you're being looked at and scrutinised. What is that like? Um, firstly, super athlete, not sure about that, but I'll take it, Gem. Go ahead, um, take it, take it, mate. Okay, I'm going to run with it. Um, <laughs> I... I'm going to call this episode Super Athlete Jay. <laughs> <laughs> capital letters, capital yeah, exactly. letters. Um, to be honest, Jem, right? I, I don't, that doesn't even come into my brain. Oh, you don't feel uh, uncomfortable being looked at? No, I'm saying like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind them doing it, I, but I don't think about what people think about me. Right. Really? It doesn't even come into my brain. Oh, I swear to you. I long for that. Wow. Like I, um, so if we're talking fitness, are we talking like fitness in the room with people standing there, for instance? Yes, we can talk yeah, about that. Like, uh, yeah. I'm going to make that person be wowed by my enunciation and my delivery and, and my passion and what I'm trying to do for them. I never think about me. What you know? about, uh, yeah, uh, yep. What about like, when you're You know, on, when I on. teach Jim, I mm. never want people to feel how I felt when I was in school. And I always say this, right? So when I'm in that standpoint, it doesn't even come into my head because, you know, like I do believe, you, you know, every trainer, not every trainer, but, you know, personally, I believe that I should look good, feel good, move good because I'm the one trying to preach it to that person. So fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really... I don't feel it. Does that answer your question, Jam? I'm not yeah, sure, it, sure. It does. It does. It means that you're so focused on what you're doing. You don't even have a shred of of thinking uh, that anything else could be going on. But when you're on camera yep. and you have to watch playback of a video or you're filming or, or whatever, how are you when you're watching yourself back? Oh, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have had those rhubarb and custards last night. <laughs> what, they've appeared already? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, there's, there's probably the extra nan bread that I had on Saturday night. <laughs> Fantastic. But that's human gem, you know, like, yes, it, it is. doesn't bother me. Ah, oh, now that's the difference, you see, because it bothers lots of people. Yeah. And you're you know, able but- to go... There's that naan bread on my, I don't know, it's on my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> With the poppadom times yeah. six. And you go, ah, oh, it's okay. It's that moment. You have that moment of, ah, oh, it's okay and don't carry it on. Lots yeah, of people, because, including myself, sometimes, you know, many times would go, oh, you know, it would be huge. Yeah. And like, but my mindset, Gem, right, is what you've got to remember is you can't always be a peak 
24-7. Because one, you're boring. Two, you look like a ghost. Yeah. And, you know, you look drawn and because, you know, I've grown up, you've got to remember, I've grown up watching bodybuilding and training periodization getting to that point getting to that night yeah everything getting to that night so my brain is built like it's okay to be softer how am i moving as my squatting is my pulling is my lunging like what what's the proportion of my legs and my core and my upper feeling as opposed to how am i aesthetically looking do i look okay yes am i training for something a shoot or I don't know, uh, a boxing fight, then I know I've got to tighten it up when I get to that night. Do you understand? I think I do. I think you're talking about you are completely in your body. 100%. You know, it is what it is. Like, oh, I'm not really doing enough legs. So I will look at myself and go, oh, I want, I want, you know, a little bit bigger legs because I know that I've had a bit of a knee injury and I've not squatted as much. So I aesthetically look at, the proportion of my body as opposed to, oh my God, I'm overweight. Yes. Ah, that's so interesting. And therefore now when you eat, now you would say that food is friend. Exactly. It's all about nourishment. Yep. And feeling and well. For sure. So I'm actually boxing. Um, I'm, I've signed up to have a boxing fight in, in February 25th next year. Jen, have right? you? Yes. So You're 15 weeks person. last night. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, so 15 weeks last night. Yeah. And now I'm like, right, well, we're going through Christmas. So I'd be smart. And then it's seven weeks from January the 1st. So seven weeks is plenty amount of time to get ready for something. But I'm training for it now because that's just me. But again, not going too aggressive, not going all out, not doing sprints now because I'm going to plateau by the time I get to that position. So I'm just trying to make you understand that where my brain goes with it. So if I'm, you know, if I go and have a curry tonight, I'm not going to be annoyed by it. Yeah. You know? Um, but again, I do like to feel good and look good because I think it's important um, for my job, of course, being yeah. on screen. Yes. Yeah. But I don't, it doesn't come in my head, Gem. And, I, and that's the honest truth. Amazing. I've got, I'm, I've got to divert onto this boxing fight. Why? Something I've ever always wanted to do, Jam. Really? Okay. I thought, okay. <sighs> Brutal. Brutal. Always. In London? Uh, yeah. Since I was a kid, you grow up in a gym where your father is the four-time world champion. And um, yeah, I've just, I've, I've I always believed I've had the skill to do it. And yeah, I just, I, I can't leave this planet without having a go at it. So, but that, I mean, the, the diet required for your last sort of three, four weeks is intense, isn't it? Um, do you know what? No, Jen, because obviously I, I'm walking around at a weight that's, that's solid and, you know, strong now. I don't have a lot to lose. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not dropping from 100 kilo to 90 kilo. Oh, okay. You know, um, because I'm sitting at a weight where I'm not, I'm not carrying loads of fat. So if I come down three, four, three, four kg... I'm going to be pretty ripped, strong, fit, but I'll assess how I feel heading to that point. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit tired. Well, I'm going to have a little bit more carbohydrate and put maybe 2 kg on because I don't have to be at a set weight. I understand that. If, but if you, it, it, so if you suddenly had to reduce your food intake, 
and I don't think, I think you're going to say no, I'd be fine with it. There isn't a, a moment where you kind of go in the other direction and then binge, is there? You just do it no. because that's what, that's what has to happen. But yeah, like, like I said, because I've, I've signed up now, I'm in now, like I'm in the game, so... This is what I mean, that you're an athletic machine. I think I was completely <laughs> right at the beginning to say that because you've got this very clear focus about food and food as fuel and, you know, everything we've been talking about. Yeah, you know, like, honestly, Jim, if I've got to get up and have chicken for breakfast, I'll do it. <sighs> Lovely. It, 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 doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me. It's just, it's just food. Yeah. It's just fuel. I want to talk about, before you go... And I do have a final question, which is a bit of a, a silly question, but it's just fun. And I, I kind of, I do want to talk about this and I don't want to dip into it too much because we might do some more stuff around it. I want to talk about TRX and for any people, anyone who's listening, who has, I don't know, had an eating disorder or some kind of issue with food, wants to exercise, really can't bear to go to the gym, 100% know what that's like. So does Jay for all sorts of reasons. Uh, the TRX is a basically a couple of straps that you hang over a door and it's a suspension trainer and you you train you train with your own body weight what I want to talk to you about Jay is how very effective and brilliant it is to getting yourself fit from nothing and also to getting yourself really really fit in the comfort of your own home yes without much of an investment um and how good and how empowering that is particularly if you've had a difficult relationship with food and your body. Yeah, I mean... Do you it's, want to pick up on that? Yeah, no, it, it's it's massive. I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier on, so I'll, I'll bring it back. Like, Do a little spiel. But it really does come down to confidence. Yeah. Like, you know, remember I said to you about, is my, am I squatting, am I lunging, whatever. So I think of it like a Formula One car. And, you know, when, you know, when they do the first lap, I don't know if you've seen Formula mm-hmm. One jump. But yeah, yeah. They do like the, the squiggly little bits because they're warming the tires up, but they do one lap and they warm the tires up and then they go. Yeah. So I look at it from a standpoint of my tires now, which I didn't used to, am I training them? So am I training my legs efficiently? Am I training my core? And am I training my upper body? Why? Because I need all of them to live life. And TRX allows you to do that. I mean, it, it gives you a sense of confidence, a sense of satisfaction, of achievement, and everything is progressive and regressive. And it's there for absolutely everyone, from me to you, to our to our mum, to our nan. Um, yeah. And, you know, it really, really is um, the most phenomenal piece of kit on the world. And I will stand by that with anyone because everybody can do it. All right. So when I was living in London, I was in a tiny corridor. I kept yep. banging into the radiator. I remember. Do you remember? Yeah, and uh, and also holding onto the walls for support, and it was slung over the door. And now I'm living somewhere else. I'm in a slightly bigger place, and I hang it over the downstairs bathroom door, and I have a mat on the floor, and that's my exercise, and it's brilliant. Convenience, time-consuming. Like obviously, you can get get more done in your day. You can, you know. It's brilliant, Gem, right? Like you chuck it over a door, you chuck it over a tree, you can do it outside. All you need to worry about is Wi-Fi. Yeah. And also, okay, so here's one thing. So I'm someone who's never done the exercise before. Yep. Maybe I've been, uh, I don't know, maybe I've, uh, I don't know, been anorexic or bulimic or I've had something going on or, or and I want to start exercising or I'm too, I, I've lost lots of weight and I've, I've got no muscle tone. What, what would I do if I was going to do some TRX? How would I know that I was doing it correctly? 
Well, so basically we have a load of start classes. They're called start, which is essentially a beginner class. So there's loads of beginner classes. There's also a load of breakdowns on how to adjust straps, the right anchor points. So you get a full breakdown of understanding how and why on the straps. And then, like I said, we mentioned I mentioned there with the beginner class, you can start and stop it because it's on demand. So you can take your time. You could do one round instead of three rounds. You could go, you know, you can just watch the whole thing, Jamie. Like, again, it's all about confidence. Now, circle that with capital letters because mm. that's essentially what it's all about. It's it's all about confident in being able to feel the satisfaction of I, I did something that was beneficial for me today. Yeah. You know? And yeah, yeah like I can't really put it any more clear than that. There's, there's a, a whole range of trainers on there. There's, like I said, different types of energies. You've got fast pace, slow pace. You'll find your, we always say you will find your particular superhero that you like. Not everybody likes one superhero, right? And we've got a whole host of superheroes on our platform that are very, very good trainers. Um, and then you'll find your match and build your confidence, as I mentioned from there. Uh, it's also brilliant for, because um, I, I am of that age, but particularly women who age is just the number but menopausal women when the hormones are all you know packing up and going home yeah and you lose a lot of strength yeah and you really do need to do weight-bearing exercise for sure it's fantastic it's fantastic for giving you your strength back and not causing a lot of stress on the body i agree um i mean like i said it, it it challenges many elements of fitness it works your balance endurance like it touches all of them. And like I said, a lot of people underestimate TRX. They think it's just a strap where you just do a, a pulling exercise or a stretch on it, but it really can do everything. And it leads to other things as well then. And let's just say you start on a TRX gem and then you find your confidence to go and try and do it on a kettlebell or a dumbbell and you add your strength, which then obviously works to what that particular individual might need. And then hopefully if you do have issues around food, that's really going to help have a balanced, for sure, just um, easy relationship with food. And that's where you've come from, isn't it? So you were enemy and now you're friend. Yeah. Well, we're cre- creeping. Yeah, I know. Do you know yeah. what? Yeah. Friend. Own it. Own yeah, it. Friend. Yes. But still exploring a lot, Jem. There's, a, there's still a long way to go for me in terms of that. But I can feel my palate changing. I really can. Okay, okay. It doesn't make you a better person if you like mushrooms, Jay. It doesn't <laughs> suddenly elevate into the, oh yeah, he's um, a mushroom eater. Okay, he's in the VIP lounge now. Exactly. doesn't make you a better person. <laughs> You're brilliant already. My final question is, if you were on a, an island, mm. any island, any climate, what five foods would you take with you? You do have a, a store cupboard, but I think there's just going to be not much in your store cupboards. Okay. I was going to say foods. olive oil and seasonings and herbs and stuff, but I don't think you're that bothered. Eggs. Fire food. Eggs. How do you have your eggs? Scrambled. Well, I oh, do okay. like poached. Oh, so scrambled. I love scrambled. Either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eggs, uh, we've got to go toast because okay. bread, shall I say. Yeah. Um, and then chicken. Mm-hmm. How do you have your chicken? Anyway, to be honest, Jam. Okay. Are you take chi- it- I'm, I, I will always have that chicken nugget in me. Would you take it live and do, oh. do the business? 
Nah. No, okay. <laughs> bit busy, Jen. Bit Are busy. You bit busy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, so I'm got- looking at this from a survival standpoint, Jen. Okay. So then we go brown. Then we we'll go not- brown rice. Oh, oh, you're not fantasizing. All right, brown rice. So you've got. And, and then no, no, no. We got yeah. one more. So then I'll go. <laughs> we got you know we got a bit of dessert in this. So I'll yeah. go. Sticky toffee pudding. Ah. A little bit cheaty, really. It's not there you one go. food, Look at but that. well done. That every day. Okay, okay, you're allowed. Jay, thank you so much for coming on to this Food Thing podcast. It's been a joy, a joy for me. Thank you very much. Thank I mean, you. I hope, I, 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 I'm not sure if it was fascinating, but that is the absolute <laughs> honest truth no, I've had of a ball. me and my eating. <laughs> I've had a ball. It's brilliant. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. I'd love to know your favourite bit from this episode. Let me know on Instagram at This Food Thing Podcast or join us again in the next episode.